Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt-out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd. And today we are recording our podcast on location in Oregon. Tomorrow we are photographing and filming a ski elopement on Mount Hood, and we had to get a podcast episode done. So here we are. And it's all about stepping outside your comfort zone and why it's so important to get outside of your comfort zone, but why also our brains really like to be in our comfort zones, even though it's against what, you know, our life needs. So yeah, I'm going to talk all about it and I'm going to kind of use my biology degree today. So people, pretty much everybody, we're wired to seek comfort and security. Our brains want to do all the things that are familiar, predictable, and known, but that's not where any of the fun stuff happens. All the cool stuff happens outside of our comfort zone. But understanding why that is, I think, is going to help people venture outside of their comfort zone and do those things that are really scary. So at a fundamental level, our brains want to do things that are familiar and comfortable and predictable. Not only does it kind of ensure our survival, but it also makes things easier for our brain. So for example, we have a drive to stay in our comfort zone, a drive for comfort rooted in our brain's limbic system, which is what really governs all of our basic instincts and emotions. So the limbic system is like the lizard or primitive part of our brain. And there's a part of our brain called the amygdala, which is also referred to as the brain's fear center. The amygdala goes into overdrive if we start doing something outside of our comfort zone. And it starts triggering like this cascade of physiological responses that's mainly a lot of fear and anxiety. Whenever we have to do something kind of outside of our comfort zone, that's something that's uncertain or unfamiliar, the amygdala goes into overdrive. So that's one thing to consider. The second thing, in addition to the amygdala, is that the prefrontal cortex of the brain is responsible for a lot of our like kind of higher cognitive functions. It's like very developed in humans. So it's where we do a lot of decision making and planning and problem solving. And our prefrontal cortex really likes to do things routinely so that it doesn't have to use so much cognitive effort. So between the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex, those two parts of our brain really try to keep us in familiar situations. And even if they aren't good for us, like toxic jobs, abusive relationships, things where really it'd be best if we got out of that situation, if we got out of that comfort zone, even though it's familiar, like no one needs a toxic job or abusive relationship. But that's why a lot of people stay in these things or why I end up lounging binging Netflix instead of going to the gym. <laughs> That's my routine. It's comfortable for my brain. So it's hard to like break out of that. And entrepreneurship, the reason why I really want to talk about this is because entrepreneurship is anything but a comfort zone. It involves a lot of novelty, challenges, breaking out of your habits, breaking out of routines and doing things that are really kind of 
uncomfortable and, you know, you don't know how they're going to work out. So your brain really kind of hates entrepreneurship, but also kind of craves it. And that's where the paradox is, because a lot of our hearts and souls, like we yearn for adventure and we want to move across the country and do something completely new and quit our jobs and get divorced and do something crazy, you know, like our hearts and souls want to do all this stuff. That's really sounds amazing. But then our brains kind of stop us from doing that. What do you think about all that so far? Did you know all that about brains? I know like kind of the low level stuff. I didn't know all the brain terminology. I'm like, I haven't taken biology since like 10th grade. (laughs) So all that aside, yeah, I know that by default, like we want to do things that are habitual, that are easy. Like our brains don't have to think about it. We wake up and you make coffee. It's just what you do mm-hmm. or what we do. And mm-hmm. like all of these things are kind of pre-programmed again, like you said, kind of saves energy for having to make decisions that aren't just part of your daily life. Mm-hmm. So I'm familiar with that concept. And yeah, I like being in my comfort zone too. But I do know a lot of the most fulfilling and like challenging kind of life events have been when I've had to step out Mm -hmm. of that. Like you said, moving across the country to go to college or taking that job on the other side of the country (laughs) or in relationships, all these different examples. That's kind of where you can grow and like experience really new cool shit instead of just like the same day in, day out routine. Yeah, exactly. All the growth that we experience, all the like amazing memories we have are pretty much outside of our comfort zone and our new adventures, novel experiences. That's where all of our learning and growth really happens. It's the same for entrepreneurship. There's basically the opposite of the comfort zone, which is the growth zone, right? So the comfort zone is where we feel safe and it's familiar and we don't have to use a lot of energy day to day to kind of navigate our comfort zone unless you have ADHD (laughs) and everything is still challenging. But theoretically, your comfort zone is where, yeah, you don't have to expend a lot of energy in order to like live your day to day life. And even if it's not great, You still know you're surviving in your comfort zone, so your brain is happy. But then the growth zone is where the magic happens, and it's the space beyond our comfort zone where we take risks, and we pursue challenges, and we stretch ourselves, and we learn about ourselves, and we embrace the discomfort, and we open new doors, and we open ourselves up to possibilities. And that's where, as an entrepreneur, you really can cultivate resilience and creativity and problem-solving skills and grit and all of these things that you need in order to be a successful entrepreneur. So some of the things that entrepreneurs do that you know, when I see some of my coaching students do things like this, I'm like, oh my God, yes, that's what an entrepreneur does. And it's embracing a lot of things. So it's embracing curiosity and trying to figure out what the possibilities are that lie beyond our current knowledge and experience. So we want to learn outside our comfort zone. It's also embracing experimentation, which is huge for entrepreneurs. Whenever I have a student say like, well, I'm going to try this out and see if it works or not. Like, that's amazing to me because I feel like experimentation is a huge part of getting outside of our comfort zone and not just being told, like, do it this way. This is how everyone else does it, you know, and this is the result you can expect by embracing experimentation. You're really like, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but I'm going to see and there's value in that. And that's huge to me. I think that 
which is really scary because like when we're talking business, you're probably talking about money or like reputation, Mm -hmm. things that are like kind of tied to your livelihood. And so being on the relatively newer side of entrepreneurship, doing experiments in my business or in our business is like, yeah, it's scary. I don't want to go there. It takes like either me pumping myself up or like, you know, making my pros and con list or like somehow like convincing myself this is the right move. And so it's challenging. Like I know like it's getting easier the more that we do that and you kind of force me to do that, kind of get outside of that, Mm kind of like the safe space. But it's definitely scary because, yeah, it could affect my bottom line or our bottom line. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I hadn't really planned on talking about money, but it is really uncomfortable to spend money and invest it in your business not knowing what the outcome is going to be. Because, yeah, your brain probably, your amygdala really drives up the anxiety and fear. You know, like you start thinking you're going to go homeless and broke or something like that and hungry, where that doesn't really happen because we're smart, resilient people and we'll figure it out. But yeah, spending money on your business like ads or gear or subscriptions for software that you need, like there's a lot of expenses that comes with any type of business. And it's scary AF to start investing in those things. And a lot of times a business can't succeed without those investments. So yeah, that's scary and uncomfortable and definitely outside of people's comfort zones and probably why a lot of people end up being stagnant in their businesses because they're not willing to make those kinds of investments and get out of their comfort zone in that way. One thing that like the saying that I learned, I think early when I kind of quit my job on, down this entrepreneurial route, that was like something to the effect of if you can't or if you won't invest in your business, no one else will thinking like if I don't spend money for education or new gear or whatever it may be to like invest to make myself better, make my business better, then like why would I expect anyone else to trust me or to buy my product or my service? I think that phrase alone like was very helpful in my early days. So if I don't invest in my business, I shouldn't expect other people to. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you're scrimping along trying to do the cheapest stuff possible or something, which I've done. And, and I end, it ended up costing me more in the long run because I remember telling you, like, you can either buy a cheaper camera and then buy the better camera that you really want later, or you can just buy the better camera. <laughs> so I remember trying to cheap out in the beginning and like you want other people to like pay you more when you're cheaping out. Yeah, it makes sense. It kind of goes hand in hand. I remember, and I've probably shared this on this podcast, but it might have been last year when I heard a quote from Brene Brown. I was trying to figure out what the hell to do with my life. You know, I was in a marriage that wasn't great. I was working as a emergency veterinarian, which fucking sucked. And then I had this side hustle of photography that was like the only thing that brought joy into my life. And I heard this quote by Brene Brown that was like, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort. but You cannot have both. And I was like, well, I want to identify as a courageous person. I want to be brave. So I pretty much, whenever I was faced with a decision and there was one thing that was comfortable and there's one option that was uncomfortable, I always went with the uncomfortable decision. I ended up selling vehicles and buying crappy vehicles off of Craigslist so that I didn't have monthly payments that I had to worry about. I ended up downsizing into a one-bedroom apartment, selling almost all of my belongings for money, like selling my rental home that I had purchased in Florida. Like I just, 
did everything that was uncomfortable. And then finally it got to the point where, okay, the most uncomfortable thing I could do is quit my emergency job. And I ended up doing it. And I felt okay living off of my photography income because I'd made so many other uncomfortable decisions to kind of reduce my lifestyle <laughs> because I had been living this life where I was like, oh, I'm a doctor. I've worked really hard for this. Of course, I'm going to buy myself a new car and I'm going to rent a two-bedroom apartment even though I don't need it. And like, I wasn't really extravagant, but it does add up. And when I wanted to transition into entrepreneurship, I couldn't maintain that lifestyle without like really having to hustle. And I didn't want to do that. So I basically, I took a deliberate and conscious effort to completely change my life, which a lot of people aren't willing to do. But if you are on the entrepreneurship path, then you're already a minority in this world that is doing something uncomfortable and scary. So moving forward, I want all entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs to start looking at all the decisions that they could make and do the uncomfortable one. You know, like become self-aware about how your beliefs or fears could be driving your hesitation to take risks or get out of your comfort zone. I want you to set some really bold goals and instead of letting your brain talk you out of it, because this is really what happens, is that your heart and your soul or your intuition, like there's something in you that wants to pursue something whether it's entrepreneurship or moving across the country or whatever it is, there's something that you want that your brain is talking you out of doing because of job security or comfort or whatever, like your mom would be mad at you or somebody on the internet might think something of you, you know? So stop letting your brain talk you out of things because your brain wants you to be in your comfort zone. Start embracing this discomfort and embracing whatever it is that you're your heart and soul or your chest, your inner knowing, your intuition, whatever it is, wants you to do, lean into that discomfort and start taking more calculated risks. I didn't quit my veterinary job when I had a two-bedroom apartment and two cars and a rental house to take care of. I downsized all that shit. I took out a spreadsheet. I made my prefrontal cortex a little bit more happy with my decisions by unsubscribing from a bunch of stuff and just like really narrowing down how much money I was paying in bills every month to where I knew I could support myself on a photography income. And then I took the risk. And every time that I have consciously gone out of my comfort zone, which is frequently, I mean, every podcast episode, right, is outside my comfort zone. <laughs> Anytime I launch something or talk about any of my programs, all outside of my comfort zone, skiing is outside of my comfort zone, and I'm doing a whole ski elopement tomorrow. <laughs> what do you do, Todd? This kind of ties into kind of like the laziness or like procrastination. Yeah, like I and like most people like tend to do the things they like to do and like they know how to do them well. So a lot of the tasks that I may be putting off are things that are outside my comfort zone because I don't have a template for it or I have to like actually think or go like dig and find some more data. So I think things business-wise that aren't just like my daily routine tasks are typically out of my comfort zone. Yeah, and that's where all the growth happens. If I had stayed 
in my vet job, selling out my soul. What do people call it? Soul crushing jobs. Everybody I know who works like a nine to five job, say it's soul crushing because there's something else that their soul wants to do that their mind is convincing them not to do. And then they are using all of their time and energy to do this dumbass job that they don't care about. And it's soul crushing and there's no growth in that job. Yes, there's security. Yes, you know how to do it. So there's comfort there. There's a paycheck and all that stuff. But you're not going to learn anything about yourself or the world in that job. That's one of the big things I've learned since becoming an entrepreneur and why I always call it this journey of self-discovery, because I've learned so much about myself by getting out of my comfort zone and seeing what I'm capable of and what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy and kind of taking my rose-colored glasses off and seeing the world for what it is and having freedom that other people don't have and feeling very kind of lucky, but not really lucky because I worked my ass off for this, like <laughs> fortunate maybe. There's so much growth and like my personality has developed, me as a person has developed. You're not going to see that if you stay in your comfort zone. And I think it's a skill that like you don't have to do something drastic as like your first step, right? To go mm -hmm. outside your comfort zone. It could be, I want to make a new recipe or I'm going to go to a new store or take a different route to work, whatever that may be. But like you can get kind of build that confidence or build that muscle by taking like small steps on things that probably don't matter at all. And then that can like build to have confidence and like that ability to like flex that muscle when it comes to, yeah, making that career change or raising your prices or doing something again, kind of bigger that has a little bit bigger impact. Yeah. That is called neuroplasticity. So our, our ability for our brains to kind of change and shift over time. And like my tolerance for fear and experimentation and discomfort and stuff like that definitely has changed. And I also feel like being an emergency vet helped me with that kind of stuff because I was constantly having to juggle experimentation and uncertainty and treating certain things was definitely outside my comfort zone. Like I just kind of had to always practice that as a vet. I practiced a lot of kind of mindset shifting as a veterinarian that I use a lot to this day as an entrepreneur. And I think there's a lot of people who don't have that practice. Like if you've just graduated college and you weren't dealing with a lot of life and death every day and medicine and all kinds of crazy shit, like you probably haven't flexed those muscles, but you can, you can start somewhere and start flexing them and get better at it over time and become more tolerant to getting outside of your comfort zone. And then, yeah, that's where all the cool shit happens. That's where you get to embrace your purpose and make a difference in people's lives and have time and location freedom and do something meaningful. So embrace the discomfort. If you're at a fork in the road and you can take the comfort track or the courage track, choose courage, choose discomfort. That's where all the cool shit is. That's where you'll find your way. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.